Welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, where we have way too much fun. Yes, yes, Here, yes It's yes. Happy Friday to you, Moan. Happy Friday, man. Do we call it Yenza Friday? I'm repping today. You're repping our buckos, even though they got done a couple nights ago. Well, guess what? That's probably a celebration in itself. <laughs> you know what? It's just the lowest hanging fruit in town. It really is. It is, man. Picking, picking on our 100 lost buckos. Uh, it's Steelers versus Buffalo Bills. Sunday, 1.02 p.m. at Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park, New York. And the Steelers are two touchdown dogs. And no one here really cares all that much, Moan, because mm. it's Kenny time. It is Kenny time. Yeah. I honestly think people here would actually be kind of okay with a loss as long as Kenny does okay. That's it, man. And you know what? There's nothing wrong in hoping that he does well because – this team isn't where it, where we're used to it being at. Is that okay to say? Deontay called it rebuilding. He Deont- he used the word he said this the week. RB word? Oh yeah, you had heard that. He, he said, said rebuilding. He said he said he used the term rebuilding. He is the first person Whoa. on South Water Street to use the term. And you know what? what? He'll be the last. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you damn right. That ain't coming out like that no more, is it? He just said that for context here, he just said, you know, we know this is a rebuilding year. Like, yeah. Do we? Yeah. Ooh, we. Um, but DK, we promised we were going to hit on something, though, yeah. as far as correlating first round quarterbacks to each other, right? Yeah, ben yeah. versus Kenny, basically, is what we were saying. And I actually just I, I brought it up because I was just like, all right, man, I, I know everybody's in Kenny wave, right? Like he's Kenny Wood right now. Everybody want to go to the amusement park that he's providing, right? Like mm-hmm. that's what we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but and and they want to go get that old thing back, meaning they want it to be exactly as seven left, right? They they want that to be true. And I'm with them. Oh, Lord, I want that to be true. I would hate to be sitting here and we're like a 500 team year after year after year. Nobody wants to be the Cleveland Browns, okay? Nobody wants to be that. So because of that, man. Uh, we just got to be realistic about the situation that this team is in right now. Like this 2022 Pittsburgh Steelers team is not the 2014 that we 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 watched and we loved, or the 2005 for that matter, man. I think just in general, looking at the rosters, just completely different. It was so many more veterans. There was so much more support. You had a very veteran offensive line at the time. We're talking Allen Fanick. We're talking Hardings. We're talking about Marvell. Like, those are just dudes that you love. And I'm sure there's there's more, but just even the receivers for that factor, the, the, the running back being the guy that you knew and you loved with a young Willie Parker part of that team, like, the defense, like, it's different than what there's, it was. I don't know that people will recall the degree to which Ben – didn't matter when he came into the game. And I, I, I say that with immense respect. When you, yeah. when you win a Super Bowl as a quarterback, you have won a Super Bowl as a quarterback, whether right. you're Tom Brady or Trent Dilfer mm-hmm. or, or all points in between. It goes Super Bowl winning quarterback, right? That's how they introduce you. Where does he keep his ring, Moan? <laughs> Tucked away in that <laughs> house, man. That's right, okay. But but for those of us with an, a vivid recollection of Ben's early time, his first couple of years, that was a team that was about Jerome, even at the later stage of his career. It was a team that was about the offensive line. It was about the wide receivers. It was about that defense. Yeah. To the point that when Ben came in, it was, remember Alan Fanica's statement at the time. I I heard this. 
Yeah, this is where he he said, "Hey, you know, nobody wants a rookie in there." Meaning, they were okay with having Tommy Maddox. Yeah. Okay. Why? Because they knew they could trust him. They knew what he was made of. Uh, you know, he was borderline paralyzed one game and came back and played the next. Yeah. Okay. So they 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 understood what they had. They didn't know what they had in the kid. No, they they didn't. And I think, you know, now that with information being as big as it is in the combine and everybody's just like respecting these quarterbacks and, 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 and expecting them to do a lot early. I don't think we, we 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 need to be, you know, unrealistic in this approach to what this is. Like if Kenny comes out, like you said, and even if they lose, as long as it's Kenny, he does well, then you got something to build on. The fact that you got Deontay acknowledging, man, this is a little bit of a rebuild. Like we're young, we're growing up. That's why I say the two phases are different. This isn't a 15 straight wins type of season that you're going to see. Heck, he's already contributed to a loss. You know what I'm saying? So I think the excitement is warranted. I respect it. I love it. I'm all in on it, too. I want to see this kid grow and be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL because I love the Pittsburgh Steelers. I love watching us win, and I love watching the quarterback position flourish. And if you do have one of those types of quarterbacks, the notoriety, the primetime games that you have. But we can't rush this process and say, man, you're supposed to be this. No, Ben's situation is different. He had a big support system. Yes, he made his plays. Yes, he was dynamic. Yes, you saw him become big Ben Roethlisberger because he was slinging guys off of him and extending plays. But this, these are two different teams. It's two different eras also. Like that was a running type of, of era of football. Run first era. This is a little bit of a passing one. So the stuff that they're going to throw at Kenny at this offensive line, at these running backs to be able to just take the passing game away is where you got to kind of say to yourself, that's going to be some hard times. If it's not, I'm glad to be wrong, right? But there's going to be some hard times. It might be an ugly game or two to where, man, Kenny, you should have made that throw. Well, this is a part of it too. And we even look at Lamar Jackson's situation just to correlate it to somebody in our division, right? Baltimore had a real good defense. Baltimore also had a real good running game. Lamar Jackson also runs a four three. Okay. Like these are different phases in which we're watching our guy, Kenny Pickett develop. It's the point that I wanted to talk about today, DK. And the part that I want to talk about, and we're going to get to right after this break is what has to happen specifically around him to make things work. What has to happen around Kenny to make this work? Because you're saying on one hand, and I agree, that Ben had the supporting cast. Ben, what he did was he stepped into an already functioning, fully functioning machine. Do you know what I mean? All that happened was he, the other guy was number eight and he was number seven. That was it. Okay. (laughs) Nothing else changed. What has to happen for this group to become that? Not just Kenny. Um, they got to grow up. They got to understand where they are. So I think it's pretty cool that Deontay kind of acknowledged that a little bit. It ain't no excuse, but it's also, you know, I guess a warning sign that look, you got to, including Deontay, you got to grow up. Everybody's got to grow up. If you want us to put Kenny Pickett on our shoulders and walk him off the field as a Super Bowl winner, everybody got to grow up. What you're seeing right now ain't the best product in the NFL. What you guys are seeing right now ain't what we are used to. Guys, they can. Uh, when I went there, they talked about, man, Mo, we talk about you all the time. Like, I'm not going to toot my horn or my group's horn, but 
y'all group ain't our group. We had to grow up too. I think a lot of people forget that like, we're, man, we love you guys. We miss you guys. You want to come back and play? That's cool. I love that type of praise that the OL get from my era. But guess what? We took some hits. We got trashed. We got beat up a little bit. And I think this group, the quicker they realize that, the better this team is going to be. The O-line, the running backs. Like, Le'Veon took some crap too, did he not? We watched James Conner come in and was like, man, what is James Conner? Well, now James Mm -hmm. really came in and we were already pre-seasoned. But he had question marks too, right? Now he's a He definitely did, yeah. He's Pro Bowl uh, running back now, two times over. Mm -hmm. Um, The wide receivers that we had. The maturation of A.B., Emmanuel, getting rid of guys, getting new guys in. We Mm -hmm. went through a lot of cycles. We lost Heath. Finding guys to replace him, you finally got a guy like Pat. Mm -hmm. You you see what I'm saying? Like So this team got to recognize that they're young. You are the Pittsburgh Steelers. If teams can bash you, they will. Like That's the portion of growth that we finally learned too, DK. And I kind of said it in front of the group. That year we went basically 0-8. 0-4 in the preseason. It was a year we went 0-4 to start the season in London. In London. And I, we had this conversation, like, and it was the next training season. I was like, I think we need to realize, like, we are the Pittsburgh Steelers. When teams play us, they can reset their season because they beat us. You know? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. that was, I've heard teams say this. I've heard other players, man, we played y'all. We were going to give y'all the business because y'all always play hard. Y'all always good. If they come to a sense of reality about that statement, that look, no matter how good or how bad you are, you're going to get everybody's best. And that's how you get better around Kenny. That's how Kenny gets better. It's extra time. It's not being afraid to criticize the the, the y, X, Y receiver or the tight end missing a block. Oh, that was so-and-so, the all-pro. No, mm-hmm. damn that. You got to go block even harder because you are wearing that black and gold. I'm going to come at you with some laser specifics here. Let me hear it. George Pickens is your number one receiver effective Ooh. Sunday. Pat Fryermuth is your secondary target on every other play. Enough of not using this guy. Come on. Did you see some of those catches against the yeah. Jets? He's reaching around, guys. This was this was Heath material. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This was Heath material. Uh I want to see a running game established, Mm -hmm. established. I don't care if it's first down, second down, first down, second down, first down, Mm -hmm. second down. You got to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Do it through brute force. Do it through whatever you got to do because you've got to back off that pass rush that they Mm -hmm. have. That's the best way to do it. I want to see this offense expand its sense of responsibility. Okay, Chase Claypool, no more deep passes to this guy. He doesn't want him. Don't throw him. Okay, (laughs) right. Let's see what he can do. What he did in the Cincinnati game, those quick slants. How about those handoffs on those end arounds? Those worked. They worked. Why? Because people can't catch him on that play. Start moving toward people's strengths. And if you know what? What, what time yes. is it, Moan? Let's fire the coordinator. <laughs> and, and so that's why I was going next, too, DK. Like, <laughs> really? That's not awesome. Like, <laughs> like, not specifically him, but change is a part of getting better, too, though. As far as a team is concerned, mm-hmm. like, defensively, we spoke all offense around Kenny. But defensively, whether you got to bring a guy in, whether you got to cut a guy offensively and, and, and I mean, defensively and go in the draft and get a guy the way it's trending. We might get a top 12 pick mm-hmm. at that position. Go get something you actually need. I don't know if it's corner. 
Which one we need worse? I don't know if it's linebacker and which one we need worse. But there has to be a sense of reality. Look, y'all are not, you're not Joey. You're not Farrier. You're not Shazier. You guys aren't answering the call. I I, I love the, the, the Miles Jack signing. But Miles Jack, come on. Like that linebacker core. Let's go. Okay. Let's is go. real. Is ha- yep. It has been real for years. So if Dante, uh, Deontay acknowledged, okay, we rebuild, we rebuild it. Well, guess what that means? There's a lot of damn room for improvement. Okay. Yep. And so improve. <laughs> the expectation is a whole lot higher. Because if this is the next phase, DK, guess what, man? It could be really, really good. You can hoist up the AFC championship, go to the Super Bowl, or it can be like, man, we're resetting again. That's the reality. When we come back, the only segment that matters. Hey, Moan. And welcome back to the only segment that matters on this particular program. And that would be the Hey Moan segment brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where it's all about quality. Three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub and burger, salad, wrap, drink, and appetizer gets made with fresh ingredients and always tastes amazing. Order your favorites at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it. Jordan Walker has today's entry, and Jordan says, Hey Moan, do you think it's more important for the Steelers to get Najee started hot quick or Kenny started hot quick against the Bills on Sunday. You do expect to get Kenny going, but Najee might be crucial in this game. What are your thoughts? Oh, Najee is crucial in this, okay? There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, and I think it's better, too, from a, a flow dynamic. Uh, again, we've spoken about, you know, like controlling the clock earlier this week, uh, DK, as far as, look, the best defense for what the Bills got going off uh, going on offensively is to keep them on the sideline. I think they are, if I'm not mistaken, the number five uh, ranked scoring team in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of high power. Like, I feel like some of the time they pull their, their foot off the gas as far as scoring points. They have dynamic guys. Stefan Digg, man, is a – he's a headache. So the best portion to get started is to get Najee going, to get a rhythm. You know it's that conversation we have, DK. If they go out there, first down, get four yards, go to pass on second down, and it's, it's third and six in Buffalo on the road. Like, it's manageable, but that's still a tough day at the office. I think Najee is averaging, almost, what is it, 3.3, 3.2 a carry or something like that. So it's seven. That's a rough day at the office for a young guy on the road with that crowd noise and this still rebuilding type of offensive line that they have, which has played better. So continue the run game. Make it easier on Kenny. Like, what have, what have we been saying about Kenny? Do Superman-like things. Don't go be Superman. We Let's let's pull back just a smidge, okay, on Kenny Mania. Yeah, that's the, the thing that I want to see more than anything else, especially early is an established running game. To me, that not only keeps the Bills off the field, it also yeah. kind of takes their crowd out of it. There's nothing that deflates a crowd more than you running the ball right up their rear ends. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it, it it's, just, it's just such a, it's such a literal game changer. And again, the only thing that stopped the Steelers' running game against the Jets was the coordinator <laughs> for know. some insane reason. You got to pick, Moan. Yeah, uh, I'm picking the run game. 
100%. Uh, no, no, no. So pick a score. Come on. Oh, 14 points, man. That's like a 17-point win at home because I think the home team get three anyway. Goodness. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, I, 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 that's a crap ton. I'm I'm going like this. I'll go. Um, I got Buffalo 31, Pittsburgh yeah. 17. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much where it is, isn't it? I mean, they're giving their average and giving it's up like 14 a, points a game. You know, I, what I'm not, thinking of, too, is that, you know, remember when 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 Todd Haley would tell you guys we're getting 30 points a game, 30 yeah. points a game, 30 points yeah. a game. And you mm-hmm. guys, a lot of the times it was yeah. just like a, it was a casual thing for you. 30 points. That's where Buffalo is. right. So now. the good teams, that's what they say. And yeah. that's what they try to do. So, yeah, 31 yeah. 17, man, that's get out healthy. <laughs> All right, Moan, let's do it again for Monday's show. Let's do it. Reaction time. Mm Mm-hmm.